Welcome to the Life in Deep Ellum podcast, exploring the sacred in art, faith, and community. Um, so we've been doing these My Lied stories, and I think they've been such a great way to, in this new season, as, as I'm getting to know each of you and you're getting to know me and each other, it's so great to hear how you became connected to Lied and what this place means to you. Um, so Ben and Mallory are going to share a little bit about how they came to. Uh, so let's start with how did you find out about Lied? Who came here first? And um, what, what drew you here? You can, eat, you can both answer. Okay, so I went to school at DBU, and one of my best friends in college was, for those who know, well, she was Gina Garcia, Gina Morreale. And um, so I had come off and on through college just to see her, if she, like, did a thing or whatever, um, or come bring her yogurt when she worked at the front desk. And then fast forward, um, I met Ben, and he was real vocal about his uh, skepticisms, which didn't bother me, but... Um, pretty early on, I think he was trying to impress me and was like, I'll, I'll go to church with you. And I'm like, really? Okay. And, um, but I was kind of in between churches at the time. And so, um, I did bring him to the one I was going to, which was not a good fit. And I was like, where could I take this guy, uh, where he wouldn't be totally, um, just like rip it apart. And so I thought, <laughs> well, life in Deep Ellum has always been like a cool place when I have visited. And so we came here and that was February, I think it's February of 2013. And, um, anyway, he still did rip it apart, but, um, but then wanted to like come back. And so we just kept coming back and, um, I guess you could probably fill in. I came to scoff. Where are my fellow scoffers? <laughs> hmm? Or actually, you know what? Uh, skeptical dreamers. Mm. I like that. If you guys caught that lyric in there. Mm. Um, yeah, this, this place creates space for all of that, and that's why, like, I certainly came to scoff and try to tear it apart, and the more I tried to do that, the more I was engaged with, that's cool, would you like a hug and a cup of coffee, you know? <laughs> you know? So, uh, I was met with love, and I have come to love this community. I certainly initially came to try to impress her, we were, it was early in the dating game. And, um, yeah, uh, I think I'm still trying to impress you. Is it working yet? <laughs> well, I think also you mentioning about you doing 12-step here, that was another, like, level of engagement. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Gosh, I could just talk forever about myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I got sober here in 2014 after, after eight years of, of like, being... Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, yeah, there was, uh, there, was, there, was, there was a 12-step meeting that started here in August of 2014, which coincides directly with my initial sobriety date. And so that definitely was another thing that tethered me to the community. But then just like, you know, actually this guy over here had a lot to do with it too. I, I, would, I, would, help, I would help Aaron put away the chairs you know, it was like, well, if I'm going to be here, I might as well participate in something, mm. you know, and um, golly, putting chairs away kept me quite sane and engaged with this community, and mm. I met more and more people, and um, yeah. And why are you still here, and what do you, what do you see as 
as what this place can become? There's like a few things, like one, like one, like where else in the world would we go? Or at least in Texas, you know, but um, like there's just not a place like it. It has certainly evolved. I mean, like so many different phases and like all the time I think about people that I, that used to come through these doors and I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened to that person? Or, you know, just the ins and outs. But, um, but still, even though those, some people have left, some have come, all that, it's still this like connected community that just ever evolves. For me, I think like one portion of that that's kept me um, feeling really committed, honestly, are the kids here. And I, I don't, I get real, uh, every time I talk about kids, I get like, for some reason, oddly like emotional. It's really stupid. But um, it's not stupid. I just like really, like every baby dedication we've had here, I cry at every single one of them. Mm. I don't know why, but like when we say like we are committed, I take that super seriously. Mm -hmm. And um, so we've taught back, well, I say we, I just do it now, but um, I've taught back in the kids. He did it for a long time. <laughs> but um, for, I don't know, almost since the beginning, we kind of got suckered into it, honestly. Someone, <laughs> Courtney Cleveland at the time was the, was the children's pastor. And she was like, can you come sub on December? I'm like, okay. And then I was in the rotation and it's been, you know, now it's 20, that was the first year we were here. But anyway, um, but like that was for like the two and three-year-olds at the time. And then now I'm, it's like, all the way up to five-year-olds. I've seen so many kids like come through that and I've cared about them like so deeply, like little big Maddox back there walking in the door. But um, that's something that I feel like obviously really passionate about. It's just, yeah. um, it's just like knowing the kids, making sure they feel loved. Like now I have a five-year-old. At the time I was just like, you know, a young dating girl. And um, now I have a kid and that's just wild to me. She's grown out of my class by now. It's just so strange. And um, when she feels loved in this building, it just means so much to me because that's always been my goal is to make sure that like any kid I know in here feels like I love them. If they haven't been in my class, it's kind of harder because I'm like, I miss like that, that toddler phase where I can like get into their world. But um, mm. if they've been through my class, like I just feel really committed to them, I guess. Mm. Mm. Sorry. Yes. I love you. Ben and Mallory, y'all, you, you all are such an important part of this community, and you've already taught me so much about love, and I'm so glad you're part of our Lied story. And we love you. I just want to say that. Like, <laughs> I tell everyone, I'm like, I'm the biggest Jenna fan. Please come. Like, I feel... Yeah, like, we've been through some hard times, but I'm honestly tired of talking about it. Like, at this point, <laughs> I'm like, it feels, I feel so much joy when I come here, mm. and um, I feel like, I've told Ben this, like, it's not just me on this, uh, with the microphone saying this, but I feel like I can show up more as my true self today on Sundays. I look forward to it today on Sundays more than mm. I think that I have, and we've been coming here for a very long time. I've mm. always loved it. Mm -hmm. But there's just something about this season that even though it's awkward, it feels mm. like so rich. And um, I've just, I, in fact, last week when Aaron was singing, um, yeah, that, that three-part harmony was like so beautiful. And I, well, you know, obviously I'm like a weepy girl, but I got like weepy and it wasn't because I was sad. It was because like I feel so much joy. And then I'm like, yeah, I want everyone to be here and experience this together because it's just so beautiful so yeah anyway um 
yeah, we don't come here out of just obligation to children or just for 12 step. It's also like out of the joy that we experience when we're here. And thank you for, for fostering that, I guess. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all.